0: failures all around big old Fs for everybody who've been terrible students and that is it I am Alex and you are listening to Deadly Cast a Deadly Class podcast
1: Oi I am
0: Justin Justin Tyler's my name oh yeah I do not know how to do accents <laughs> Yeah you're actually Pete that's very confusing that you keep doing Justin's bit and then saying your name is Justin Yeah when you're actually Pete well, if sure. If you're going to give it away. Uh, I want to give it away because it's the top of the podcast. and We're introducing ourselves, Pete. That's important. Sure. It's important to establish things up top. Like, for example, we are going to be talking about Deadly Class Rise Above, the you're latest episode right. of the show. Uh, now, this show has been great. I think you and I disagreed a little bit about the last episode. Not yep. my favorite. I loved it. You loved it. This episode, I think, is a step up from the last episode. Uh, still doesn't have the focus of the Vegas episode, the Breakfast Club episode, uh, but there's a lot of fun bits in it.
1: Really enjoy it. Dude, we've got, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Road Warrior references in this. you got Brian Prozane straight up like strapped to the front of a card like Road Warrior.
0: Listen, I gotta tell you, I am loving how they're using Brian Poseidon on the show. He's a lot of fun. I'm glad that he is in there. Uh, But it's still, there's a bunch of stuff going on. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in this episode. So let's give you the recap and then the recap. Okay, here we go. So, so far, Marcus is a dude who grew up in an orphanage uh, after his parents were killed Uh, By a crazy lady Who dropped on them uh, Due according to him To Reagan's loosening laws On uh, people who have Mental illness Uh, So he has decided to kill Ronald Reagan While he was at the orphanage. something happened Which we find out about this episode I guess we can fill in now Uh, He as we find out about in a flashback sequence this episode, he built a bomb, filled it with needles, blew it up, which led to Fuckface who was his roommate, who was basically bullying him, uh, getting horribly scarred. Um, Marcus then left the orphanage. He was planning on revealing how horrible the orphanage was to the world. Fuckface instead killed everybody in the orphanage and burned it down. But then essentially made Marcus's bones so that he was recruited by King's Dominion, a school for assassins. While there, he met a couple of people. He met Maria, who is part of a Spanish gang. She had a boyfriend named Chico, who died a couple of episodes back. Maria killed him to save Marcus's life. Uh, fuckface, meanwhile, discovered the dead body and cut off Chico's head and took it back in order to torture and taunt Marcus. Uh, Maria has lived in absolute fear ever since Chico died that somebody would find it out. And slowly the walls have been closing in on her. Meanwhile, uh, while she has been hooking up with Marcus, Marcus has had a little bit of a flirtation with another character named Saya. Saya was threatened several episodes back by the Asian gang in the school. Uh, She managed to escape from that, but that comes back in a big way or... Well, maybe a medium
1: way, let's say, this episode. It's going to be. There's. She's going to have to deal with it.
0: Absolutely. She's going to have to deal with it at some point. Uh, other characters that Marcus knows, he has a friend named Billy, who's a punk. Um, we don't really need to know much about Billy's backstory in this episode. He's no. just a funny dude. There's also Willie, who is another friend of Marcus's. Uh, Willie struck up a flirtation with a girl at a comic book shop last yeah, episode. Uh, she likes comics. He likes comics.
1: Let's bone. <laughs> Which is also a comic.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, and what other characters do we need to know? Oh, very important that we know Master Lin, who is the oh, head of man. King's Dominion, played by Benedict Wong. He has a secret family he doesn't want anybody to know about. Especially In particular, Madame Gao, who it turns out this episode reveals is his sister. sister. She is... Not the head, but certainly higher up in whatever organization. She's de- also meaner than Master Lin. Yes, uh, controls what's going on at King's Dominion. She came in last episode to whip the school into shape. She really does not like what Master Lin is doing at all, Neither and has over. made things uh, oh so much more dangerous. Last thing you probably need to know is there is a teacher at the school. Every there's very weird classes. It's an assassin school, you guys. But there's a teacher of psycho, uh, psychopathy uh, who is a psychopath himself. Yeah. Marcus insulted him the last time they met. Now, this episode, we get a couple of things going on. First of all, there's Fuckface's plot line. Fuckface is basically hanging out with his weird extended family of cousins, torturing Brian Posein, who he turned into a human dog a couple of episodes back. Pete, uh, human dogs, you want to talk about those at all? No. Great. Uh, just checking in. Sure. Yep. Okay.
1: He's rocking a rabbit outfit in this episode oh, as well. Okay. So
0: that's totally different. That's yeah. totally different. Uh, so he is hanging out with the severed head of Chico and chatting with him, their best friends. Chico's so,
1: got a funny accent now that his head's cut off. What do you mean? He, it's just a funny voice that, he, that he's he, using, like a very yeah. excited, happy voice. Well, he's using what. Fuckface's faces version of what he thinks that guy talks like. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, it was
0: great to see the actor who plays Chico back, uh, but he's at a... Uh, tub of ice, along with a bunch of beers. Uh, Fuckface takes him everywhere, even when he goes into the bathroom. Uh, and eventually, Fuckface heads to a animal shelter where he's confronted by the rest of our folks, which we'll get back to in a second. Meanwhile, Marcus tells Saya about what was going on with Very Fuckface. Very sweet.
1: He, he gives her his journal so she can read his origin story.
0: Right. He thought... That it was a hallucination. He found out Fuckface was not, in fact, an hallucination, uh, and realizes that he has to kill him. So, in order to do that, first they free the teacher of psychopathy psychopathy i'm definitely pronouncing that wrong uh from his prison the teacher wants a carnitas burrito in exchange for his freedom they agree to it they end up inside of a puzzle room where billy is trapped he's trying to get out of the school apparently the school has puzzle rooms i figures
1: it out though because she's a badass
0: Yep, and they get out of the room, they get the carnitas burrito, have a bunch of conversations
1: about life and who they really are. Oh, man, yeah. Then they get some ice cream. Yeah, Uh, because then after that, it's like, all right, but I want ice cream. And if you were locked up for a while, it makes sense. Here's the thing. If you're going to have a carnitas burrito, delicious, it's going to be a little salty, a
0: little spicy in your mouth. You need something sweet Mm -hmm. and milky to get that taste out of there. Mm -hmm. So I totally... Yeah, totally get what he's going and through. And
1: they, they went around with it. And it's hilarious because they're leading the psychopath around uh, on a leash like he's a dog. Yeah, like some sort of human dog. Anything you want to say about that, Pete? Nope. Okay. Uh, also, uh, it's really funny because he has a line where he says, like, hey, give me some slack. We're in the city. It's really a, just a fun kind of yeah, life. Yeah, it's a fun movie. bit. Yeah. Uh, but eventually he relents and is like, let's go to the animal shelter. This is clearly where Fuckface is. Yeah.
0: Uh, and he gets there and... Uh the professor proceeds to immediately kill one of uh, Fuckface's dudes. Fuckface is like, oh, my God, I didn't realize you were this famous serial killer. I'm a big fan. Never meet your idols and runs out of there. Yeah, so. he gets in his car
1: and drives away.
0: Right. Meanwhile, Master Lin is dealing with his own shit, uh, which is specifically M- Madame Gao. Madame Gao is following him all over the school. Ultimately, she tracks him back to his house, discovers he has a daughter. is is like you can't do this.
1: This is going to be a huge problem going forward. Oh, man, I feel so bad for that daughter and Monster Lin's family. Yes, and the last thing that happens is Maria definitely deals with the fallout
0: of Chico's death. Uh, Chico's father, who we met through flashback the last episode puts her very clearly under his thumb and forces her to kill the guy who was instrumental in the attack on Saya a couple of episodes back. She is covered in blood. She's very sad about it. Uh, and that's kind of where we leave things. Yeah,
1: it seems like Chico's dad has now got her, like, she's going to be his Toy like his assassin. Whatever oh sure. He was. Well, he that was the whole point. When we saw the flashback to Maria's
0: origin story, uh, the father was behind everything. He yeah. owned the whole town that Maria's family grew up in. He was the one that Chico convinced to adopt Maria because
1: of her adorable face, so she could do these murders so easily. Uh, yeah, he's a bad guy. He's not good. Yeah, and it's uh, and what sucked is I had hope for Maria because. You know, like the the dad came to visit the school and also with a, an assassin. And, they sa- and the assassin was like, hey, I know you're lying, but I'll give you 24 hours to get your shit together. Which I was like, you've got a passport, Maria. Get the fuck out. Yeah. But, but she, she didn't leave. Why do you think she stayed? Because maybe she thought she'd be running forever or maybe her feelings sure. for her friends and Marcus. I think ultimately she is scared to run is what I get from her. She...
0: Uh- The fact that she jumped from Chico to Marcus, she wants to be committed to something. Mm -hmm. She wants to be loved. She wants to be needed by something.
1: And obviously, this is a very dark turn, but that's what I take from it for her. Plus, she's bipolar. And so, like, you know, I think she needs people around to help her a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, What did you. Let's jump into the episode. Big moments from the episode. What jumped out at you? What did you particularly like, Pete? Well, I really like. Fuckface, more and more, uh, he's a bad guy, but man, he's just the kind of the s- most sweetest, innocent, kind of like, hey, you know, I really have got a dream, you know, and and he had, has this belief that somebody said that, like, fame uh, gets rid of all your problems, you've just got to become famous. Uh,
0: so what I like about that, uh, beyond, it's it definitely right out of the comics, is and it's a very 80s thing, right? Yep. Like, it's a very now thing, certainly, as well. But it's something that feels like it started in these 80s, the idea that you could do whatever you want, you could go on these talk shows, and it wipes you clean. It wipes away all your sins. He's obsessed with getting on Phil Donahue. That's all he wants to do. Uh, and they did a really good job this episode of making him... Uh, I wouldn't go as far as to say he's a sympathetic villain, but to make you understand his motivation, yeah. that he feels like, well, I was abused by my dad. He drops that piece of information. Uh, he says, ah, I was kind of just roughhousing with Marcus. It was no big deal. Obviously, Marcus did not at all see it that way. Uh, and it's no big deal that I'm having sex with dogs or goats or anything like that. It's all fine. It's all part and parcel of what he believes. But like you said, they make this case for him. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't work. He is bad. He is a, horror for a horrific person. But it all makes sense when you understand from his perspective. And that's what you do with a good villain.
1: Yeah. And also, like, I really love the teacher uh, who is uh, being led around by a leash here, the psychopath. He was. He's just fantastic, man. Yeah,
0: he's great. All the teacher characters are really good, and yeah. I'm
1: enjoying spending
0: time with them. I'm bummed we got rid of Henny Rollins because yeah. I thought that was a good teacher as well. Um, but even when... I know I express reservations with the comics when they go outside of the school, mm-hmm. but... It does feel like this show is doing a better job of feeling anchored by the location, if that makes sense.
1: Also, it was, it's, I go back and forth on Willie because here's a character that when he's vulnerable, he's great. But he has so many walls he puts up. Then he's tough and then he's mean to people and he hurts everybody around him. And he had this really great moment with the girl where he's being very honest with her and open. And then he's like, oh, I got to get back. And then he was just cold. And Willie, to me, seems like the least necessary character right now. Honestly, it feels like you
0: got two characters called Billy and Willie, honestly. And they're both supposed to be Marcus's really good friend they They serve the same purpose, if you like they 're definitely different, like Billy is clearly a damaged punk character. Willie is trying to be a punk, but he 's actually a pacifist, not a you- punk he 's trying to be a thug, but he's actually a pacifist uh so they're different characters. But uh, Willie is kind of on his own path while Billy is being weaved into the main narrative.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, they're keeping around because they're both going to be playing a bigger role later. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. And listen, I like a good comic book romance as much as the next guy. And that's fun. Um, but I don't know. I, I need to understand why Willie is there
1: a little quicker, personally. Sure, sure. I understand uh, how'd you feel about Maria's storyline this episode? It's heartbreaking. I mean, I feel bad for her because it's like everybody else is kind of playing as a team, and Maria's on her own a little bit, you know. And it's tough, and she needs help. Um, but yeah, it's uh, she got herself into this kind of mis- situation when she killed Chico. So um, I don't know. I hope that the team is going to help her out next episode. Now I know you ship Succus, right? Cyan Marcus, yes,
0: yeah. I guess it would actually be Sarkis, but I'm going to just call it Sarkis for the moment. Uh,
1: did you feel any forward
0: movement on that this episode? Yes.
1: They had... I mean, the fact that he opened up doing her letter reader journal was great. And then they were kind of having a moment outside the ice cream shop. They have little moments, and it's they're adding up. You are a person who I have gathered over the 13 years
0: or so we've been doing shows and podcasts together. Uh, you like commitment. Marcus is together with Maria. Does that taint how you feel about Marcus and Saya about Suckus
1: at all? Um... I mean, he has to be honest with uh, Saya about what's going on. I don't want him to jump into a relationship before. She knows what's going on. She knows they're in a relationship. Right. But I'm just saying that, like, you know, I, I want him to be honest, you know, especially if they're going to start something together, which I hope happens. Uh, honest how? What do you mean? Well, just, you know, like, hey, you know, what, are, what, are, what do you want? What am I uh, capable of? Hey. Also, Maria's in the picture here. I don't want you to. Yeah. Hey, Saya, should we cheat on Maria? What do you think? Is that I, what you're saying? I'm just saying well, he needs to be open with her. He doesn't need to be open and honest with Maria, who's he in a relationship with. He does need to be open, and honest with Maria, especially if he's feeling stuff for Saya. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying he needs to have some discussions. Right, he doesn't need to have the discussion with Saya. He needs to have the discussions with Maria. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying if things with him and Saya escalate, which I hope happens, he needs to, he needs to have some discussions. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm just I he can't just jump into a relationship with Saya. Right. He has to have a discussion with Maria first, not right. Saya first. Well, he also needs to say, Hey Saya are you because he doesn't know that oh, you knows. want him to
0: lock down the science thing before he breaks up with Maria. No,
1: I'm just saying it's that- like when you get a new job, <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't quit your job until you we have your a new job, job lined up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. 100%, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> relationships, relationships. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to lock down the other thing. I don't know, man. I sure saying he there's got benefits. You know what I'm talking well, about? Oh, Come on, man. What? Vacation days. Yeah. Unlimited vacation days. Is there a nice coffee machine in the office, if you know what I'm talking <laughs> oh, about? Man, I don't know what you mean, but you, you make it, it sound I creepy. I do
0: not know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I thought this is a good episode. It wasn't, like, one of my favorites, but, man, I love this show, and they're doing a good job of, like keeping things moving, keeping things interesting and kind of showcasing all the different avenues that it, that it can go in. Uh personally, I was very surprised how much time they spent on Fuckface
0: this episode. Yeah. Uh do you think they're setting it up at all for
1: him to join the main cast? Whoa, that would be insane. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't that's not how the book went. Right, it's definitely not how the book went,
0: but they're spending so much time on making you feel sympathetic for this terrible character, yeah. which is the same as all of the rest of the characters of the show.
1: Yeah, you
2: got. It murder does make me wonder.
0: It. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just setting it up That'd as be good villain, cool. but yeah, it's definitely like they have no lack of characters who hate each other and literally want to kill each other on the show.
1: So why not have them join King's Dominion? Wow, the more the merrier. I feel like Fuckface and that uh, cheerleader would should date first. You think so? Yeah. Ooh. What, what would their ship be, name be? I don't know. What's her name? Dixie? Yeah. F- fuck Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dixie Fuck? Dixie Fuck. Oh, yeah, God. perfect. Uh, this is Nailed it. Weird. We're very good at
0: ship names. Um, yeah, this is a relatively simple episode. I feel like there's not a lot
1: more to talk about necessarily. No, but they do a good job of, like, Dealing with things and not leaving it and being like, it's television. Fuck it. Like, yeah, they set things up. They deal with it. I, I'm appreciative of that. Yeah. Uh,
0: and if anything, this episode was all about both through the psychopathy teacher and through Fuckface uh, and Maria's storyline as well. Finding sympathy for people that are generally hateful and, and Master Lin as well. Yeah. And Master Lin. Uh, what do you think is going to happen there with Master Lin and Madam Gao? Are they going to kill his daughter? I hope that he kills his sister before he
1: kills his daughter.
0: Sure, I hope so too. That would be. Do you think that would be a step too far if they killed
1: a child on the show? Uh, yes, but it would be awesome if the <laughs> I child like pause there. Well, I, with my head, I was witnessing a lot of kid deaths. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't pleasant. But it'd be awesome if his daughter killed his, uh, his sister. Yeah. Yeah, like that the, would be, If the baby was like, you threatening me? And then just like whips out a sword and just... yeah. <laughs> well,
0: listen, we saw the tiger tattoo on his wife's back. Yeah. So there's no reason to think that his whole family isn't trained in the deadly arts. That it's would be, entirely possible.
1: That would be awesome. We'll see. I don't know. Uh,
0: all right, before we go, as we end every episode, superlatives for the episode, Pete, superlatives for the episode, uh, I'm going to say uh, best... Burrito Eater is the Socopathy teacher. Yep. Uh, he did a really good job of making it look very delicious.
1: Mm. I am hungry for a burrito right now, so good work. What about you, Pete? I'm going to say most likely to be on the Phil Donahue show is fuckface. Wow. You think he's going to make it there? Oh, I really want that to happen so bad. Oh, my God. How could they not have that happen? Uh, Well. They've I been don't... talking about
0: it for so long. That's true. What is Phil Donahue doing now other than appearing on Deadly Class?
1: It would be great if yeah. Phil's still around.
0: Yeah. Uh, By the way, you guys should check out our Phil Donahue shirt at comicbookclub.threadless.com Not a joke, we actually have one up there uh, tying into one of our Deadly Cast episodes, definitely check that out. And you guys, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash comicbookclub Also we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8pm at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York, and I should mention uh, this is actually in its own separate Deadly Cast feed on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher Uh, We're going to keep this going for a little bit in the comic book club feed as well but we are going to pull it off there um,
1: pretty soon so please do subscribe to the other feed so you can continue to get episodes for this. Pete what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at comic book live also at cast deadly for deadly class
0: content and we will see you at class.